Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Coming to you live from the beach on 30A uh, in uh, Seaside, Florida. And Aaron uh, Sexton with us as always, back in the newsroom, monitoring everything. We have some NBA news. It's supposed to, I mean, you know, hit hard like tonight, but it's already hitting. And uh, we even had some NBA news yesterday that we were talking about. And there continues to be a lot of things out there, including the Mavericks. And we'll talk about it as the day unfolds. Uh, Aaron, I have returned. I found kind of a nice little work area um my family has accused me of like having like a secret you know why i'm, I'm not uh, sharing my workspace well i just don't want everybody showing up you know like taking pictures or something or or, or, or breaking my concentration which is very easy to do especially uh looking out over the uh, ocean we had a storm blow through knocked everybody off the beach some lightning uh, some, some pretty heavy rain, and then it's uh, it's gone away, and it's now pretty again, and folks are starting to make their way back out to the uh, to the beach, and uh, it's it's a big time here in uh, in Florida, and uh, we've had all sorts of adventures, some which can be shared, some which can't, um, and uh, but it's uh, it's been uh, it's been good times, uh, and we will continue throughout the week. And Aaron and I, in the 5 o'clock hour, have uh, lined up some incredible interviews for you that we've, we've done recently. And uh, that's been a lot of fun for people to, um, in fact, we were, Aaron, a couple of weeks ago, when we had some of these folks like Nate Newton, we were, we were uh, dying to replay it the next day because people loved it so much. And then we were like, wait, when Mosley's at the beach, that might be a good time to... Uh, to let folks hear that so Aaron I appreciate you kind of running everything uh, while I'm out of town and, and uh, giving me a little uh, a little R&R I think people uh, Aaron would wonder why we would ever need that in the radio business but you know it's good to get away um, and lots uh, lots going on um, all across the NBA NFL this can be a dead time we just had the end of the Stanley Cup we got weird stuff happening with golf, the British Open is uh, is coming up. But Aaron, I noticed today that a uh, generally this is a real kind of quiet dead time in the NFL before we get ready next month to start up uh, training camp. And this is this is uh, strange to uh, to get like a big blockbuster deal now. Today, Aaron, I know we've been monitoring that Deshaun Watson was supposed to have his meeting, uh, the Cleveland Browns quarterback with the NFL, his attorney uh, representing him as the NFL has their interview. We'll see where this goes. That was happening today. And then a, uh, a member of the commanders, Terry McLaurin, uh, is, uh, uh, he, he just got a huge deal. Aaron, I know you saw that. $28 million, uh, is the guarantee or is the signing bonus. 
and then uh, three years, Aaron, you may have that around there. Was it like three years, seventy something million dollars for the wide receiver for, from the Commanders? I mean, that was it was it was uh, it was pretty uh, impressive uh, stuff. Yeah, and three so years, Terry, seventy-one million. So wow, what does that average wow. up to about? 20, 23 and a half. Would be, yeah, 23 uh, and a half million a year. Well, it's uh, a little, little more than it, that. That's not bad. I mean, that's not bad work if you can get it <laughs> and you play for an organization that's uh, really been uh, kind of down and out. And it's, an, it's been kind of an embarrassment with what's going on. Uh, with with Dan Snyder, he doesn't even have any hand in the day to day operations now. Uh, I think it's interesting, Aaron, because as I was, you know, looking at what Adam Schefter was reporting, he said, "Okay, here are the agents, and then here's who did it for the Redskins." They want to make it clear that Dan Snyder has nothing to do with this, and it was some COO that I did not. I mean, I've never heard of in my life. You know what I mean? Think about it. Most teams would say the the GM whether it be Jerry Jones for the Cowboys, most people don't have the same owner and GM. Um, so it'd be just a normal, you know, GM doing the deal. And uh, and the Redskins, or excuse me, the Commanders are so messed up right now. It's just somebody in the front office here, and they're just like, hey, can you get, can you do this thing with Terry McLaurin? And, uh, <laughs> and, and, they, uh, and they got it done. Now, Aaron, you're a huge fantasy football uh Player, you you'll have a, a, as many to th- as three or four teams some years. D- is um, th- this is this is not he? This is one of those kind of guys that's really a good receiver, but he's not. He's still not a household name because of where he plays. Like, are we talking a top ten NFL wide receiver? Is that? Or is it borderline? Like where? Where is uh, in? In I mean, to me, this is a guy that's getting paid a lot of money, in part because he's like the only thing they have going on that offense. Um, are you? Do you? Are you asking like um, specifically? Not points. No, not fantasy points. I'm just saying, in your opinion, I don't having think he's followed 10, him, no. and I mean, he's top twenty so. probably. Not top ten though. Um, it just. I just think when you when you play for a a kind of downtrodden franchise, you know these kind of things can happen. Now, Aaron, as the day unfolds at 4:40, we'll do campus confidential, and Aaron has news of another Baylor commitment, and Aaron. Um, uh, a couple more, yeah, Baylor commitments. One is a defensive lineman that when we had Kevin Lockwiss on yesterday, he hinted that this might be coming uh, happening, and it certainly did. And it appeared that Kevin had some kind of exclusive interview with this young man. Um, and so that's another reason you should uh, check out Rivals. Uh, Kevin is at Sikkim Sports. It is... Um, Kalu, I always want to say N.D. Kalu because that was a great player for Rice, and then he went on to play for the Texans, had a nice NFL career, played for the Eagles for a little bit. But this is D.J. Kalu, um, K-A-L-U, big defensive lineman from the Houston area. And, um, Aaron, you can always tell when the Bears have something going because 
uh, the the running backs coach Justin Johnson, the big defensive coordinator or defensive line coach Dennis Johnson, they they get all their their memes going right. That they, they uh, and they, each one of them kind of have their own thing. Now um, Joey McGuire took his to Tech with him, which is Ric Flair, kind of a Ric Flair meme or a GIF, whatever we want to call that. And uh, and so you can you always know when when something has happened. I'm trying to think what Justin Johnson's is. Oh, Aaron, that's the blinking green light. Okay, that's the uh, Justin Johnson's. That's that. I think that's when he says "Go" means gr- or I don't know. I forget what he says exactly, but. That's when you know something has happened. Um, Aaron, uh, according to our own Kevin Longquist, rivals, I just looked at this a little while ago. I'm sure you saw this too. We can bring it up again in Campus Confidential. But the Bears now have the number five recruiting class in the country for 2023. Now, Aaron, it may not end up that way, but according to Kevin it has never been that high. There was a, uh, Art had a class that was looking great, and then obviously uh, everything fell apart uh, because of the scandal. But this this is pretty amazing what they're doing for 2023. Now, some of this is because of the quantity um, with 20 players, but uh, there's some four stars involved, and uh, and of course some of this will depend on what. Uh, what Austin Novoside, the kid from Dripping Springs, the quarterback, decides. But Aaron, I would say that um, in all our years of kind of uh, watching Baylor recruiting, even going back to Grant Taft with Max Mfinger, used to be the guy who would uh, do all the recruiting. There used to really be one recruiting guru in the state. Now there's like one on every corner. But I, I, I would say, Aaron, that that is something – Baylor fans can celebrate is being number five in the country in recruiting right now. Absolutely. I think the highest ranked classes that Baylor ever had were, except besides the last browse recruiting class, which we all know what happened with that, were during Chuck Reedy's time here, and half of those classes never made it to school. And usually it was the top prospects in those classes that didn't make it to school, unfortunately. So, yeah, it, it's really exciting. It really <laughs> the is. players that did make it to school didn't, didn't make it to class. Right. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff going on back then. Yeah. I like how everybody, obviously, the Baylor, uh, yeah, I don't want to get into that, but it was uh, uh, I'll, I'll, when Chuck was doing his thing and, and then Dave Roberts, who was nicknamed Dirty Dave Roberts. There was a run. I, I kind of think back now, Aaron, to how we – I think it's a good thing now Baylor makes a big, huge thing of character and the person first and all of that because I think we, we got away from that for a few years. And uh, and so it is uh, – it's good. It's good. Now, again, you want high character. You also want guys that that play with their hair on fire. And I think they're getting both. And uh, this is this is shaping up to be a really good class. And um, uh, the guy who does listen to my show sometimes, Aaron, or our show, is Joey McGuire. And I, uh, Joey, just know I saw you today. I saw what you were doing on social media because Joey had a one of those Ric Flair moments. I think I think Joe. I think what happens is, boy, these coaches when they see one team get like a ton of momentum. In a sense, they kind of got to blunt the momentum. They got to bring in one of their own people, and so um, I think it's going to be 
fascinating to watch what happens, even just between Baylor and Tech, because by the time a lot of these players become hopefully top dogs for these two schools, we're talking about you know two or three years down the road, and uh, and. Texas and Oklahoma will likely be gone by then, so this conference is going to have a completely different feel. And Aaron, when when these guys come rolling in here for 2023, I, the thing I keep trying to remind folks and myself is that since I mean we we talk about who's going to be the big dog, Baylor, Oklahoma State. I mean who's going to run the conference? Aaron, I don't think Cincinnati's coming in here hat in hand. You know, I think I mean I like the Luke Fickle at uh, at Cincinnati. I mean they're going to come in, and I I, I kind of think they're going to look to uh, try to dominate from day one. I mean honestly, it took TCU a couple of years to really feel like they could be a dominant team in the Big 12. And they, they had that kind of team in 2014. They did lose to Baylor, as, as some might recall. But uh, it takes it takes most te- – it, it took TCU a, time, a little while to get up to speed. I, don't, I think Cincinnati's coming in here loaded. Um, they may be a little down from last year because they lost several guys in the draft. But that's a, uh, that's a scary team. All right, Aaron. Um, we uh, from time to time out here on our new technology, I have to break away here to try to figure out what time it is. But uh, we are uh, coming to you live from the beach here, and I kind of wanted to try today one of those Zach. What's the guy's name? Zach. What band? The Zach Miller band. What is that guy's name? Zach, Zach Brown. Zach Brown band. I, I wanted to want to do one of those uh, Zach. Who's Zach Miller? Zach Brown band toes in the sand kind of thing i wanted to do one from the beach chair kind of like right out there at the edge of the ocean thought that might be the way to do the show today and uh and then the storm blew in and so it kind of canceled out that ability and also i would have all my family around i don't know how that would uh, all go down although my dad has offered a former baylor uh defensive tackle to uh, to do a couple of segments with me this week, so we might we might have to tap into some of that knowledge at some point. Uh, lots to get into today. We got a lot. Even though it's the summer, it's supposed to be a dead time. We got we got a ton of stuff going down. Rangers won ten to four. Rangers continue to do okay, kind of hanging in there, you know, staying around five hundred. We can keep you. We get you update on that. But we've got campus confidential at four forty, and next we have a treat. Um, one of the most influential books I think any of us ever read was one by uh, Buzz Bissinger, uh, and it was uh, Friday Night Lights, and it, it uh, I, most of us will never forget that. And they made a movie out of it and all that. Uh, for Buzz, you know, he, he angered a town. This is a different situation. Um, a, a guy we know who has Baylor ties has now written... Uh, a book about Gilmer, uh, the town of Gilmer, and and this, the book is called uh, A Season Deep in the Heart of Texas. Really, really cool story here, and uh, we're going to talk to the author. The book came out officially today, and uh, the author is giving us his first interview. That is next. 
Recently on Game Time, we welcome in the new head baseball coach at McLennan Community College, Tyler Johnson. As soon as we found out that Coach Johnson was going to get the job at Baylor, I was able to go ahead and communicate with all of our incoming guys and our returners and to kind of just calm them down a little bit because it's big news when your head coach is leaving, but when uh, you get to see a familiar face stay around, they're pretty fired up about it. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. This is ESPN Central Texas. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now, they sit forgotten, in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we push to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again. Get it dressed up again. And let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. 
Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Big 12 is targeting Brent Yorkman to be the next commissioner of the Big 12, currently the CEO of Jay-Z's Rock Nation. The Houston Texans were formally named as defendants in Monday's ongoing civil litigation involving former quarterback Deshaun Watson. Jalen Brunson will likely lead the Dallas Mavericks and sign a $100 million four-year deal with the New York Knicks. Los Angeles Angels interim manager Phil Nevin was suspended 10 games and Mariners outfielder Jess Winter received a seven-game suspension from Major League Baseball for their roles in the bench-clearing brawl during Sunday's game. Nevin and Winker were two of 12 players or coaches suspended between the teams. Rangers beat the Royals 10-4. Rangers are 16-0 when they get 11-plus hits this season. Rangers and Royals again tonight. 7-10 first pitch, and you're getting that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas, live from uh, Seaside, Florida, Beachside, and uh, doing a little road work and uh, having some fun, having some fun vacation. And I talk, I heard from a guy that I've known about for uh, for several years now today, and um, it was very exciting because I had been hearing about this project, and to find out that it's out now is really, really cool. Um, the new book is Draw the Line, Jeff Trailer, The Gilmer Buckeyes in a Season Deep in the Heart of East Texas. And we have the author of this new book, Dr. Uh, Hunter Taylor. And um, uh, Dr. Taylor, great to have you on, a man who has all sorts of ties to some of my buddies and some of my uh, uh, some of my favorite coaches in America, and uh, congratulations on uh, such a big day rolling out the uh, the new book. Yeah, thanks so much. Great pleasure to be with you. You get to talk with you about it. I've heard a lot about you. I've heard a lot of funny stories uh, about you from from some of your old friends, and uh, but you do a fantastic job on everything you're involved with, and I listen to you. So uh, this is so cool to get to be on your show. Well, I appreciate that. It worries me to think. I know some of your <laughs> friends, some of them would have nice stories, some of them maybe not. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just have to wonder what sent you off on this. And, and by the way, let's start with yeah. uh, some of your ties. You, you, you were on Scott Drew's staff. You've worked with Grant McCaslin at Arkansas State. And, by the way, I have one of those Red Wolves um, uh, or what, the uh, the ball cap and that, with that scary looking red wolf. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that is a uh, that's a great. Tell me, I mean, and, and now you're a professor at Ole Miss. I mean, you are kind of a man for all seasons. Uh, this is it's really uh, fascinating. Like, what was what was your path? How you ended up uh, working with with not only Grant but uh, but Scott Drew along the way? Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
side note, I think I was in charge of getting that Red Wolf cap to you when we first got there. So I'm glad that you still have that. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I mean, I, I'm from East Texas originally. And so I was a high school coach's son. Bob worked at the school too. And so, you know, you're just around that stuff for forever. And I think it was one of those things when you leave a place like Texas is so big, right? And so like when you leave a place, like you're always trying to describe what it's like to someone not from there and most of my friends when I went to undergrad he was in Texas most of my friends were from the major cities and so like you know you get jokes cracked with you a little bit about certain things might be slower or something like that but uh, I think one of the things that just always intrigued me was like uh, when you're thinking about how you grew up what were certain things that you loved most about it kind of the best version of uh, the people and your family and things like that and what are you taking with you and I learned a lot, I, I, I think, from uh, the guys that worked with my dad and growing up and then the coaches that we had. It, it's so many of those small towns, you know, the moral leaders mm-hmm. of the school and the town are the coaches, you know, and, like, parents just trust the coach with with the kids, and that's just that's just how it is. And, and when I came back, I came back to the area when I graduated high school about 10 years later, and I was – I was the head basketball coach at it was called Spring Hill High School in Longview, Texas, and uh, just uh, I was there at, at a cool time for football. Even though I was a basketball coach, you know, it was I was in a district where you had Jeff Trailer leading Gilmer, you had Scott Surratt leading Carthage. Uh, you just had these battles. I think in our district we had three or four teams that won state championships either the year before or the current year I was there or the year after. And so they even, like, nicknamed it the District of Doom. And so, uh, you know, I thought it was, like, the coolest thing ever because, you know, whether it's the local coffee shop, the post office, the supermarket, um, that's what everybody talks about where I'm from, you know. Like, yes, we are Dallas Cowboys fans and Rangers and, all, and you know, you got your college. But really, like, we're – that region's – it's not in the same area as those places. So the primary – you know, sport or, or conversation starter goes around the high school, and uh, and those people are just like, uh, you know, just these yeah again the leaders of uh, of how you see yourself and all that kind of stuff. So when I left, uh, I had two good years at Longview and, and got recommended to Coach Drew, got to come there, and I just got married. My wife went to work for Baylor, and we were both we both had no ties to Baylor prior to that, and fell in love with the place. Waco is phenomenal. The school is just different, as you know. It's just a very intentional, personal place and, and was there under, I thought, one of the greatest staffs ever assembled for basketball. You had Grant McCaslin, Jerome Tang, Paul Mills leading the charge, and then, you know, so many other people involved with that too. Tim Maloney, Jaron Nunez. You know, John Jacobs was a GA with me, and I've heard him on your show and to see where he is now and, and how talented he is. And he was just as talented back then, and it was just like, it was a, uh, I think we took it for granted of how loaded that staff was from a, a basketball intellect and then also a character standpoint. A.D. Malhotra, uh, David Chandler, Charlie Melton, David KNS, I mean, the list goes on and on. And then you gotta, you got to have the rock, Miss Karen, you know, leading the charge. But uh, was there three years, and then Grant got the job at Arkansas State. We went with him. And, uh, you know, I was so close with Grant, especially in that time in Baylor. and was honored 
because uh, Grant was a star. He was a star then. He's a star now. And we went there, and man, Grant, as you know, is a, is a worker. And so we went to work, and uh, that was a, a year I'll never forget. That uh, we got a chance to try and turn something around. Grant is a right now guy, not a not a let's let's do two or three years. And so we were really proud of what we yeah. did a year and all that stuff. And and then really what opened the door was I had always chipped away at my doctor. And uh, when I got it, an old professor I was close with at Ole Miss uh, was retiring in two years and got a phone call about something, a faculty role. And if you've ever been to Oxford, I did my master's there. I had always kind of circled that. And my wife and I, too, have just, man, that's a charming place. That'd be a really cool spot to live if you yeah. ever had a chance to do that. And, uh, and uh, you know, faculty spot, I mean, it was just it was too good to be true. And so it was hard because we were getting ready to transition down to Denton and get ready to do it again. But Grant was unbelievable about it. You know, he never held yeah. any ill will towards me or my family about that, understood. And uh, we cheer for what he's doing from afar, and we – continue to cheer obviously for Baylor and how remarkable that's gone since we left there I mean that's pretty sweet well they just they just took one of his coaches at K-State Jerome did so watch out yes. Grant may be oh, calling yeah. you uh, he may try <laughs> to get you back in there we're talking to Dr. <laughs> Hunter Taylor who's got uh, Baylor connections was with Scott Drew is it uh, uh, a professor at Ole Miss now by the way congratulations Rebels with a uh, baseball oh, yeah. national title I know that place is rocking right now very exciting oh, I feel like now you need to do one of those fast books you know you need to you need to turn yes. something around on this national title team within like two weeks and just cash I'm in sure like crazy oh i know yes, i know sure. yeah now now dr taylor's uh, uh new book is draw the line uh jeff trailer the gilmer buckeyes in a season deep in the heart of east texas now you can't hear a book like this and not think of like Friday Night Lights. We're all yeah. uh, us guys of a certain age. That's what we grew up with. I think I read it when I was in high school at Kaufman High School, which is kind of the gateway to East Texas. I like to think of it, by the way. Uh, headed down there toward Gilmer and Gladewater and all those places. But uh, what a perfect... What a perfect time to hit this thing because, you know, obviously Jeff Trailer's gone on to become a really good coach at UTSA. Um, right. How did you, and, and hopefully when this comes out, the whole town won't hate you like they did with Buzz, Buzz Bissinger just by knowing what a little <laughs> what I do about you. I don't think that's your really style to uh, surprise a bunch of people with some crazy stuff. But um, yes. I, it, it, you do think of things like that. What was your, yeah. what was kind of your uh, inspiration? And then I'm really curious, how long were you able to kind of be embedded there and, and kind of, uh, uh, you know, spend time? Because obviously some yeah. of these books, you almost have to be there every hour oh, yeah. and you got to get the coach to give you access. I mean, how did you kind of manage all that? Yeah, so when I was at Spring Hill, you know, a little over 10 years ago, uh, being in the same district, Jeff is really good. I mean, Jeff does this for a lot of people. Like he, you know, he, I think he kind of breathes confidence into people he likes or he sees some potential in. And I was just lucky enough to be one of those recipients. And so I just started a friendship and 
you know, and always pick his brain in the off season. I think he was really cool about it because I wasn't a football coach, so I don't think he saw it as, you know, I was looking to, you know, to compete or to try and do something from that standpoint. And uh, we just really liked each other. My high school basketball coach was also one of his closest friends in college, and Jeff is really close with him. And so I think that always put Jeff at ease of like what I'm about and you know all that kind of stuff. And so, anyways, fast forward when I'm at. Baylor, I'm chipping away at my doctorate, and I have to get to a point where I do a dissertation. And I wanted, I still thought I'd be coaching for a while. I wanted to do it over coaching. And so the compliance office had an issue with me doing anything basketball related, obviously being associated with Scott. So I said, How much fun would it be to try and tackle kind of like what you're saying? I'm like, you know, look at some of these Friday Night Lights programs, take a deep dive. Um, and just understand what the methods are, some of the leadership strategies. How are these people kind of like fostering this environment where, you know, the football team is the town's identity? And so, did six, six, uh, six cases, six different coaches, and I thought his was one of the most fascinating ones because I started learning about the assistants on his staff and just who he assembled and what kind of people they were. And I always thought you learned the most about somebody by who that who stands to the left and the right of them. Yeah, I think that is one thing I just always loved about Jeff was he was around him. I thought you just had great people of character that were really good at what they did but were just just great people. Like you wish you were more like them. And so once we had done the dissertation and I was done with that, I always asked, I said, I think I'd love a shot one day to do a, a bigger study on this. And the thing I loved about Jeff's story and his assistant story is their backgrounds, you know, coaching such an apprentice profession, their backgrounds are like who they learned under. I thought, I thought enabled you to tell a grander story about the region and the state in regards to high school football. So it's been 30 years since, it's been over 30 years since Friday Night Lights, right? And Texas has just exploded. It's the land of, you could argue that it's a state of cities now. And I thought, it's still, I think, in one area for sure. It still has those that environment where, like, the town shuts down on Friday, and you know everybody's at the Buckeye Stadium, and every, you know, you know, if you went into the coffee shop, that's what they're all talking about. And so, uh, I wanted a shot at trying to tell that story, and I thought it, I thought it did. I thought it was one where, like, they learned under a group of coaches at Jacksonville. You know, when they had the McCowan brothers in the 90s, and then before that, some of those same members were a part of that Marshall staff in the late 80s and 1990 mm. that had to play Odessa Permian. And you remember how, I mean, those were, those were iconic days where, I mean, uh, you know, Dallas Carter, you know, Marshall was a part of that. People forget that because they were really, I'd say, the first big 5A from East Texas. Oh, to, Dennis to get Parker, the party yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, yes. I. Uh... I remember that great. And by the way, when I got to Baylor in 1991 as a freshman, all those guys showed up fresh from a state title. And and yeah. um, and now to think to you know if you talk to them, you'd, you'd wonder how in the world are these guys not on the Baylor team? But uh, that was a little. Uh, but it was just it was just crazy. I could, uh, all those buddies are still buddies of mine: Casey Goolsby, Chase Palmer, Kirk Truelove, and they all played. 
for Dennis Parker at Marshall, and um, yeah. I mean it was uh, yeah yeah Zach Carlisle. I mean the whole gang and and a, and a ton of them went to Baylor and they didn't play at ba- Baylor, but they ba- had all just come off and they had their state title rings on, and so yes, oh, yeah. I was uh, they 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 uh, they knew they were royalty, you know, when they showed up on oh. campus. Matt, Matt, literally last week I'm in Chase Palmer's law office, and we're talking about uh, an event that Marshall ISD is getting ready to do for the book where they're going to get Coach Parker to come in for it and, you know, just use it as a chance also to kind of, you know, as a reunion and a celebration and being an integral part of this book. But, uh, I mean, Chase showed me the Baylor memorabilia that he's got in there and uh, all that stuff, but he also has all this Marshall Mav stuff from – from the great run they had. So that, there is still yeah. a lot of pride there in the town, oh, even gosh, though it's been yeah. 30 years, you know. Well, see, Chase and my dad played together at Baylor. The the famous okay. Pinky Palmer was a running back, and my dad, John Mosley, was a defensive tackle. So all this stuff goes way back. And Chase and I did not quite – the, the – the, uh, it skipped our generation, some of the athleticism, <laughs> although we both went to law school together and, uh, and had some big times. Yeah. yeah, he actually became a lawyer. But, uh, well, it's, uh, it's an amazing I, – I can't wait to, uh, to, to, to read this, and, and I'll have you on again, and we can talk some more. And, and uh, that uh, – you know, that's, that's got to be fun for you to have all these connections, especially with um, – uh, with trailer now, you know, going on to have so much success at UTSA, and you know, the fascinating part of this story to me that not a lot of people know too is that that I think UTSA was interested in Joey McGuire when he was at Baylor, yeah. and for yeah. whatever reason, Joey, you may even deal with this in the book, I don't know, but I, jo- Joey decided um, that's not really what direction he wanted to go, and and uh, and and Jeff ends up with the the job, and he does an incredible job. But those, like yep. those two are their own book. I mean, it's just really, they and are. they end up on the cover of uh, Dave Campbell's Texas yeah, Football have, Magazine this summer. <laughs> and they actually like each other. You know, it's like pretty cool. They actually like root each other on, which is yeah, that's rare. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think Jeff would would be the first to tell you that uh, a couple things. Yeah, J- he, you know, he kind of owes Joey in a few areas, but that's a. Uh, <laughs> It's a really, uh, that's a cool friendship. But uh, listen, congratulations. This was exciting, and, and I was glad to hear from you. And I'm, uh, I was talking to my dad earlier, and he, his, when he was at Baylor, he had a job playing football at Baylor on an oil lease outside of Gilmer in the big woods. What's that called? PJ, PG Lake or something out there. And so, uh, (laughs) you know, he's from Elkhart, Texas. So we all have our East Texas connections and, and, uh, and I love that area. And so I cannot wait to, uh, to, to read it. And so just to make sure we get several of these books sold while you're on this show, Amazon, I guess, would be the easiest place maybe to go. Uh, Where else could folks go to, uh, to buy this book? Barnes and Noble, Target. I mean, if they don't even have it, they can order it. It's on their online systems. And and then we're trying to do, you know, our diligence in regards to some of the, some of the, you know, premier local bookstores and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, well, but, I mean, yeah. uh, Scott Drew has a book out. You could do like a joint <laughs> book signing with him, uh, although he's pretty focused on his own book. But uh, yeah. uh, who knows? Maybe you could tap into some of that and then uh, 
come to come to Waco. But uh, well, listen, it was really thanks for taking the time, and it was fun to visit with you. And it's really fun that we have so many mutual friends. And uh, hope to hope to get to meet you in person one of these days. I hope so too. Thanks so much for having me on. You bet. You bet. There he goes, Dr. Hunter Taylor. His new book, Draw the Line, Jeff Trailer, The Gilmer Buckeyes, and a Season Deep in the Heart of East Texas. All right. Uh, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. Two more recruits uh, have committed to, to Baylor. We discuss next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Matt Meyer will hold the ball, toss it high in the air. Baylor can celebrate a second straight Big 12 Conference Championship. Baylor clinches it with a win over Iowa State tonight here in the Farrell Center. 75-68, drop the confetti in the Farrell Center. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. I'd like to tell you a story of one of the largest forgotten groups in America. You might be sad or even a little shocked to learn that this precious group provided the muscle and the drive that kept America working. But now they sit forgotten in a dark garage or in the back of a driveway, sometimes even a yard or a field. I'm talking about the forgotten trucks, the ones we pushed to the side for something shiny and new. But now that new trucks are in short supply, that old truck yearns to add new chapters to its story, to feel alive with its steering wheel gripped in your hands. It cries out, I'm not old, I'm just getting started. And at Pickup Outfitters, we celebrate the classic, the future vintage, the retro trucks, whether that's a 2014 used truck or that 20-year-old you got from your dad. Put it back to work again, get it dressed up again, and let us help you do that at Pickup Outfitters. Hitches, bed covers, floor liners, spray and bed liners, we have it at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. ESPN in Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made-in-the-USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. 
Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Black with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Big 12 is targeting Brent Yorkman to be the next commissioner of the Big 12, currently the CEO of Jay-Z's Rock Nation. The Houston Texans were formally named as defendants in Monday's ongoing civil litigation involving former quarterback Deshaun Watson. Jalen Brunson will likely lead the Dallas Mavericks and sign a $100 million four-year deal with the New York Knicks. Los Angeles Angels interim manager Phil Nevin was suspended 10 games and Mariners outfielder Jess Winnicott received a seven-game suspension from Major League Baseball for their roles in the bench-clearing brawl during Sunday's game. Nevin and Winker were two of 12 players or coaches suspended between the teams. Rangers beat the Royals 10-4. Rangers are 16-0 when they get 11-plus hits this season. Rangers and Royals again tonight. 7-10 first pitch, and you're getting that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And uh, thanks to Dr. Uh, Hunter Taylor. And uh, some really cool stuff there, Aaron. I mean, the, the man was uh, a basketball coach with Scott Drew and then Grant McCaslin, And now he's a professor at Ole Miss. And he's written a book on East Texas high school football in all those communities, uh, including Marshall, where I happen to have a lot of great friends from. So, uh, Aaron, it's just, isn't it good to have somebody on the station with so many East Texas connections? Kind of cool. That's an interesting book, and he, like you said, he's had an interesting life. That's pretty yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Dr. Hunter Taylor, okay. Um, Aaron, more stuff continues to roll in on these Baylor Bears. I mean, are we, are the Bears trying to take over the 2023 all of college football? I mean, this is incredible. I, I thought everybody was going to be able to outspend Baylor, but somehow, some way, they are getting all sorts of commitments. What's the latest? Baylor football received their 19th and 20th commitments of the 2023 class. Defensive lineman D.K. Kalu, a 6'2", 270-pound lineman out of Ridgepoint High School in Missouri City, Texas, chose the Bears over his other finalists, Kansas State, TCU, and Iowa State. He had 15 total offers, including Georgia Tech, Houston, and other schools. He was limited to two games last year as a junior due to injury. His sophomore year, he recorded... 34 tackles, four tackles for loss, and a sack. He is rated the 71st best defensive lineman and 109th best player in the state by 24-7 sports. The Bears also received a commitment from LeVar Thornton, a 6'2", 165-pound defensive back from Timber Creek High School in Keller. Yeah, chose the Bears out of 11 total offers according to 24-7 sports, including Boise State and Vanderbilt, among others. He had 
29 tackles, 13 passes defended, and three interceptions as a junior. He also runs track, a 22 flat in the 200 meters, and he's a state qualifier in the high jump. He played receiver and defensive back, or plays receiver and defensive back at Timber Creek, but is expected to play defensive back at Baylor. And uh, he's one of at least two, I think three, players that ran tr- run track in high school and played receiver in high school that will be defensive backs at Baylor. So um, fast and able to make a play on the ball is what they're looking for in defensive backs, and that's what they've been able to get so far. Well, all those dudes who just got drafted for the Bears came in in a class, and, and uh, J.T. Woods, Kalon Boogie Barnes, um, uh, Raleigh Tejada got a uh, got an uh, uh, undrafted uh, uh, free agent contract. Um, so many of those guys were unbelievable track athletes, uh, especially Boogie. Was Boogie from Silsby, I think it was. I mean, Boogie was running just insane times coming out of high school, and and really all those guys were. And that's one of the reasons they put up just monster. And then Tyquan Thornton, of course. Um, I'm sure he was a track star too, but he put up an incredible 40 time at the combine. So I think uh, I think that goes with sort of the Baylor. That goes back to Matt Rule, and now it's uh, carried on under Dave Aranda. Uh, this just elite, elite speed. I mean, it, it's it's one thing you can't coach if somebody with just pure speed. Now then, you put the technique with it. Now, Aaron, that sounds pretty thin to me. 6'2", I think I haven't seen that in about 20 years, uh, 25 years. But that is, uh, uh, or six, yeah. Somebody even told me uh, overnight I was looking at something, and they said it was maybe even closer to 6'3". I mean, that is a big corner and a big defensive back. And some of these other corners that have committed to them in 2023 are of the uh, smaller version, 5'10", 5'11". But, man, one of those big, angular, uh, get-to-hands-on-you get kind of corners. That was R- Rule and Snow love that. I mean, they were, they were any kind of size they could get at corner. And... You know, Boogie's not the biggest corner, but he obviously had a really good career. JT had size, had really good size. But, I mean, this is uh, – I, I, I would be very excited about somebody like that with pure speed and then that kind of height playing back there at corner. Uh, I think you got to be excited about that. The Big 12 commissioner is targeting a talent agency executive to be its next conference commissioner. Brett Yormark, the COO of Jay-Z's Rock Nation, is finalizing a deal to be the new commissioner of the Big 12, according to Sports Illustrated. Yormark, 55, has spent the last three years at Rock Nation, originally as co-CEO with his twin brother, Michael. He's worked with artists, athletes, leagues, teams, and brands in overseas sponsorship, licensing, content partnerships, and brand strategy before Rock Nation. He actually uh, worked for the Barclays group, and I um, lost my place, but basically the group that uh, runs the Barclays Center. Yeah, Yeah. runs the Nets and the Barclays Center. Before that, he spent six six years working for NASCAR, so he does have extensive experience in the sports arena, just not in college sports, but I think 
they are looking for someone mainly to negotiate their television rights. And uh, we'll see if Brent Yormark is that guy. Well, I love that. You know, and the guy who had the scoop on that story was uh, uh, Ross Dellinger from SI. I reached out to Ross. He's at some kind of convention today to be on with us. It, I, I think it's okay to go with somebody different. Aaron, could you have picked anyone more different than Bowlesby? And, and I think I'm okay with some of that. I, I just think... I mean, you know, at some point you do need a commissioner that has some understanding of the history and sort of the tapestry of college football. And this is someone that mainly at Rock Nation, from what I can understand, was dealing with the artists and and the agents and all that. I mean, all the entertainers. So I, I think Aaron... At the Big 12 championship game, do you have a better chance of getting Jay-Z or Beyonce to perform? Yes. Is that is that what you need? I don't know. I don't know. Now, maybe he will be incredibly creative, and and I think there could be some good things about this. Aaron, I think the, the other thing is this twin brother that he apparently has worked with, I mean, will they basically be on the job together? We'll never know which one it is. They could just kind of, uh, you know, it could be, it could be one of those kind of situations where they could just both, both be there in cahoots together. Uh, a very interesting. Um, um, I mean, this 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 one fascinates me, and uh, as the week unfolds, we'll we'll talk more about this and try to break this down because um, this one. Um, I, I think everybody's doing their research and, and are going to try to find out more about him. But what we're talking about is is a guy that works with huge name artists such as Jay-Z. And when we talk about Rock Nation, I mean, are they enormous? Yeah. Do they represent a lot of people? You bet. I, I, Rock Nation somehow sort of is in... Uh, conjunction with CAA, which is the enormous uh, um, uh, group out of Los Angeles that represent a lot of the superstars. I I don't know. I don't know totally what to make of this. I mean, Aaron, are you celebrating the fact that this is so much so so you know so different than Bowlesby, or are you more leaning towards scratching your head over this likely hire? The first one, I mean, but a lot of that is how I feel about Bob Bowlesby, which, by the way, John, John Morris got a little mad at me earlier. Um, he says, I forgot his exact wording, but he said he was talking about Bob Bowlesby. He said maybe they, he's things that Bob Bowlesby isn't. And I said, you mean like competent? And uh, John chided me a little bit. But I'm not a Bowlesby fan. He got been blindsided multiple times by other conferences rating the conference for <laughs> members, which at some point you would think, okay, this has happened a couple of times. I better keep an eye out for this. But, no, nah, totally didn't see it coming any time it happened, among other things. By the way, the uh, SI uh, uh, article said 
the legendary Bob Bowlesby, and I almost choked on my Dr. Pepper, but that's a, a different <laughs> it story. It, it did. I, it I took really? that part out because I, I couldn't get through that sentence without laughing. But, yeah, it did set the – he's replacing the legendary Bob Bowlesby, which – I guess could be technically true. There's never been a conference commissioner who lost more important members of their conference than Bob Bowlesby, so it's kind of important. <laughs> I'd like to hear. I may need you to find that little back and forth with you and John. I, <laughs> John took exception to your. It sounded like kind of a funny comment you had. Like you, you I thought said so. Like, <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of like it. But John, uh, well, John is the ultimate gentleman well, and, and he is not one to take digs at people right. uh, at all and so i could see uh john being you know showing uh proper respect for bowlesby i mean for anybody to try to make the argument that bowlesby was some kind of great commissioner is a, is a joke and i know john wouldn't even do that but uh but i get it john has a little you know different style and uh it's uh it's one that I aspire to have someday. <laughs> I'd like to be less petty and yeah, mean. I was about to say, yeah, I think we both do because in, in, in all seriousness, yeah, you know, John is, is a great guy. And that's that's why, you know, he doesn't yeah, like he doesn't mind jokes. But I think he thought that that and it. it Oh, it don't wasn't. worry about it. Don't no, no, I know it. that, I but I'm just like saying it, it, it was like me it. taking a yeah. shot at Bob Bowlesby. It wasn't just some uh-huh. offhand joke. We've talked to you and I, yeah. I think, are pretty much in agreement on what we think about uh, Commissioner Bowlesby. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The well, legendary John Bob Bowlesby. Me earlier. John texted me earlier and asked if I could visit with you off air about it. So I'll call you later tonight, Aaron. We'll talk about it. We'll try to work through it, okay? <laughs> All right. Okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, um, one more real quick. Uh, Mississippi State has given their head coach and former Texas Tech coach Mike Leach a two-year contract extension, raises his annual salary from five million to five and a half million, and runs through 2025. Mississippi State law caps the links, the length of contracts for state employees at four years, so he is at the maximum. Leach previously coached at Texas Tech and Washington State. The Bulldogs went 4-6 and six during the COVID-19 shortened 2020 season, but last year in Leach's second year, he led the team to a third-place finish in the SEC West and a 7-6 and six record, which led them to a bowl game. And what's the, what's the extension? Two years and uh, goes from $5 million to $5.5 million per year. So, yeah. So it's Well, I mean, he's... he's uh, He's obviously killing it, so let's just let's oh, he beat go the ahead Aggies. And bump him up. Yeah, it's a, a two-year. Think about it. A the Randa got like a seven or eight-year uh, extension. A two-year extension is kind of like, okay, buddy, you got one more year to to move it in the right direction, or you get fired. That that's that's a two-year. The only reason you do a two-year is to make sure the dirty recruiting that they're not talking bad about you out there and and that's the only reason you you extend but uh i would not that does not feel like a vote of confidence all right aaron anything else i think that's it for today okay all right okay we got some we have a couple of uh really cool surprises for you 
as we approach the five o'clock hour a uh, a really cool four o'clock hour today uh our uh, our week at the beach continues uh stay tuned for those uh, uh for a couple of really neat interviews uh aaron sexton has for you that's next listen to espn central texas online at syntexsportsfan.com Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I missed my mama's call a while ago. Hello. Hey, guess what you're on? If I'm on commercial again, I don't come cheap. Well, uh, I can't afford you. What you want? (laughs) Hey, tell them we do foundation repair, mama. Oh, they do foundation repair. Great workers. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't do it right. You can call my mama at 254-749-2183. Absolutely. Hi, mama. Love you. Gotta go. So you can give us a call at 254-2354. Or you can call my mama or and complain. Visit us at vixajimmy.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsborough and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. 
it has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Aaron Sexton. And it is the best of the Matt Mosley Show. As Matt is on vacation this week on the beach in Florida. A few weeks ago, Matt had a chance to talk with former Baylor baseball legend and former major league catcher for the Boston Red Sox, among other teams, Kelly Shopik. It was right after Baylor announced the hiring of former assistant coach and MCC head coach Mitch Thompson as their new head baseball coach. And here is that conversation. Matt Mosley talks with former Baylor great Kelly Shopik. And a man from the Dallas-Fort Worth area now lives out in Alito. Kelly Shopik now joining us, and uh, one of the all-time Baylor greats, Johnny Bench Award winner. Kelly, that had to be um, um, that had to be some really fun news the other day uh, to hear that Mitch Thompson was back at Baylor. You know, most teams in life we we can't really go back, and they say you can't go home. Um, it's kind of it's kind of amazing, isn't it? All these years later. That uh, that yep. Mitch Thompson is the head baseball coach at Baylor. Well, thanks. Appreciate you having me on. And it's actually kind of a funny story. I woke up that morning just kind of thinking about him. I sent him a text a week earlier and asked him, you know, what his thoughts are on that opening when Coach Rod retired. And you know, he said, "I want it." And I said, "Good luck to you." And then that morning, I sent him a text. Any update on the search? And then about an hour after that, a bunch of people start calling me and asking me what I thought about Coach T getting the job down there. So I texted him back and said, never mind, congratulations, you're the right guy. <laughs> that is uh, – it is it is really something. And I know those guys, Mitch and Hoot and Steve, meant so much uh, to you, and you all had so many great years. What, what do you remember? I was talking to Hoot earlier today. Do you remember the first time Mitch and Hoot came to see your family and, and think back to – all those years when they uh, recruited you to Baylor? I do very well. They got to know me. Um, and, and Coach, Coach Johnigan and, and Coach T sat there on the on our old couch, and we watched football highlights. Uh, they knew that uh, that was a passion of mine, and that was something I was wanting to do in college. And uh, They sat down there, and we watched some football video and just chatted. And, and, and really, the, what got me to Baylor in the first place uh, were those guys, was the people. Uh, I've said that uh, since I got there. I continue to say it. 
that if I didn't feel like they took me in like their own son, I would have never gotten a, an opportunity to play there. And who knows what have, uh, happened to me or with me. What what made Mitch at that point um, such a great recruiter? I mean, Steve, I had Steve on yesterday, and he said Mitch was kind of the face of that Baylor baseball program. What is it that, that really stood out about Mitch even then and, and probably has helped him go on to great things, even at, at, at recruiting kids at MCC? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with just what a big personality he has. Um, you know, he, he makes you feel like he's known you all his life. Obviously, he's, he's a huge man, um, and he shakes your hand, and, and, he, and he puts his other hand around your back elbow, and he just squeezes you and embraces you uh, like you're one of his. And uh, for him to be able to recruit the way he does um, and continue to do so at, at McLennan over there, uh, to to run teams in the national championship and have guys that are that are being drafted and going on to the next level. I mean, it's about the players, and, and he has an ability to reach the players. And and I don't feel like it's a ruse with him. I don't think he's selling you anything. I think he's just being himself. Um, and when I was being recruited by him, mainly, um, that's the way I felt. I felt like this guy was going to treat me and give me every opportunity to achieve the dreams that I wanted to have. And, and, and Coach Smith's right. I mean, it, we all wanted to play for Coach T, even though Coach Smith was running the show. Um, you know, he just makes you feel like you're one of his. You know, Baylor is, as you well know, is not cheap. And so it's unique to have to recruit to there. And you've got to be creative in how you, you do things. What was it like? for your family like how did how did i'm just thinking back to mitch and and how important do you think it is to have a guy like mitch recruiting at a place like baylor where again it's not you can't it's not apples to apples baylor to well, a&m it's, baylor to it's texas definitely it's, not my my oldest just graduated from baylor so i know about the expense of going there <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I was a little bit different situation i mean those, he, he goes into every home, and he, and he knows the kids, he knows the family, he knows the parents. But um, when it came down to my situation, it was simply, could my family afford it? Um, you know, could we make it happen um, to where I didn't put my, my family in financial debt? Um, and, 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 and when you talk about expense, that comes to the business side of what trying to balance the scholarship budget is is where do you see that player? It's almost like a small market team. Where can we get value out of this amount? Um, and how do we apply it to our team? And how fast can it impact us? Uh, I assume that most guys recruit 18-year-olds thinking that they're going to impact right away. Well, every player develops a little bit differently. As as you know, I mean, it, it doesn't always happen as a freshman. It, it took me a good two and a half seasons to grow into what Mitch saw when I was 18 years old. And, and when, when coach Smith and coach Jay started working with me, they knew right away. It looked well I, in retrospects, I have to assume they knew it's going to take a little more time than we had hoped and, and balancing that as a challenge. And you have to be, have great foresight for what you see out of a player, some projectability out of, out of young players. And then, you know, obviously there's some kids that are no brainers that are going to come in and play for you right away. Those were special teams. I had Jason on yesterday talking to him um, that, that, that y'all had fairly early in Steve's time. And, 
And, and I think that has to be – I'm just wondering how, how much have you been hearing, I think you referenced it earlier, from your former teammates. What's the, what's the excitement level when you kind of think of where the program may be heading now that, uh, that Mitch is in control of it? Well, I think one thing that's very special, at least within my group that was there and obviously the years that Coach T was involved is there's a great history. You know, I, I, don't, I don't shed light on the fact that John Topolsky and, and Dotson and Kip Wells and those guys built us that stadium. Their success uh, before I even got there was getting that stadium built for us to reap the benefits. And then as we start to take over that history of the program and those guys move along, and then the next group, Murphy and Durbin and Josh Ford and, and Langer, it just, it just goes on and on and on. And I, I think that during that time, it's about the, the history and you, you play for those people that, that played before you. And, and those, the coaching staff that was there when, when I was there, they didn't let that go unnoticed. They talked about it. It, it was about what the baseball program has been, what it is going to be, and where it's going to go. And so for me, Coach T getting hired back there, to be quite honest with you, I'm super jealous that he gets to, to don the colors again because uh, you're right. We don't always get to go back and do it. Um, but I, I thought his situation the first time was he was in the right situation, and I think he's in the, situ- the best situation this time. And I think Baylor's in the best situation this time. Well, I mean, you could put the colors back on. You're a college baseball coach, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Keep your options open. And uh, right. But how are things going with that? I mean, I was uh, – uh, you became an assistant uh, coach there at Texas Wesleyan after a, a really nice, uh, long decade in Major League Baseball. Uh, have Has it uh, – has it been everything you would hope it would be? Is it is it tougher than you thought? Do you have a, a new appreciation for, for people like Mitch and Steve and, and Hoot now having gone through it yourself? Well, I say this, it has been very rewarding. I thought I felt for about a year I didn't quite know what I was gonna do at thirty three, you're retired and what do you do now? Um and, and I knew I wanted to be involved in helping young people. So, you know, it's a, it's a challenging time, 18 to 22, you trying to decide what you want to do with your the rest of your life. And and to be able to be a mentor for some of these kids and, and, and have them tell you what they're going through and the experiences that you have and how they can relate. And sometimes it's just stories about the game that can take their mind off of the, all the stresses that they feel at this age. So baseball is a small part of that. Um, a small part of that. It's a tool that I use to go to college. It's a tool that I use to play in the big leagues and provide for my family. And now it's a tool that I use to mentor young people um, to hopefully get to experience all the things that I did. And if not, at least have the tools to uh, handle it, the stresses and, and all that life that is, that is fixing to come at them and then be there for them for the rest of their life. If they want to reach out to me, as long as they're alive and I can help them, I'm willing to do that. And I didn't know if coaching was going to give that to me, and it absolutely has. Um, and so it's been great. Now, on the other side, when you ask about the the other side of coaching, yes, the inability for an 18 to 22 year old to retain information is remarkable. <laughs> and I we <laughs> I've never seen anything like having to say it over and over and over. And, 
you know, we all do this. I don't remember being that way from 18 to 22, but I'm sure we were. Um, but I feel like I, all I do is repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that. I like that. I, I need to write that quote down about I've got a daughter who's 14, and uh, so she's moving into that area. Kelly Shopik joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Now, what when you think back on your relationship with Mitch and and the impact he had on on your you and your teammates what was the what was the biggest takeaway like when you think of Mitch what's the first thing that comes to mind is it that sort of larger than life personality is there something like I'm just curious because Hoot was an old catcher and I'm sure he helped you in a lot of areas I, of I Steve Steve was a pitcher I'm sure he helped you so I guess all three of them gave you a lot of things but Mitch in particular what was your what was the sort of biggest thing that that you were able to take away and, and apply to your major league career or even life as a as a husband and father that that you learned from Mitch you know, retrospect is a is a very funny thing, and and you you ask these questions, and you, you as you're asking the question, there's thoughts going through my mind that I hadn't thought of in years. You know, you ask what makes him such a great recruiter. What do I remember most about him? It, and it is there's no doubt in my mind it was his embrace, and I don't mean a big giant hug from a big. It's just when you spoke with him, he made me feel powerful. He shook my hand, he grabbed the back of my elbow, and he just made me feel like I was the most important person in the world. And I don't know if I learned anything from any of them. Like I said, 18 to 22, I probably didn't retain any information either. <laughs> but just the people, what I take from Baylor, and, and we're talking about Coach T here. Now, look, I still call him Coach T. That's how much I love these people. Like That will never leave me. Um, and 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 Coach Jonigan and Coach Smith and Coach Barry that were all there during my time, and even Coach Reardon for a year, who's now off coaching. It's they just make you feel like you are you belong there. You're supposed to be there. You're there for the right reasons. Uh, baseball is a big factor in that. But you think about all these times, and, and it is is without question just the way he made me feel when we spoke and when I talked to him and when I met him for the first time. And that wasn't just the first time; it was every time he made me feel like I could conquer the world. And that, and that, and I take that with me, and and I, I use that throughout. Now, still coaching, I still reach out to him occasionally, and and. And say, and I have a relationship with him still. We we talk once a month. Now, are we in the same industry and it probably works that way? Yeah, of course. But I lean on those guys and I lean on him to help me as he did when I was 18 years old. Well, it's pretty remarkable. And uh, now Baylor was not very good at football, even though y'all were great at, at baseball during your time there. And y'all got really rolling. Did you... Did you give it a go? Did you go out there, or by the time you showed up on campus, were you just kind of thinking, "Hey, I think I think I need to focus just on baseball"? No, it was long, long nights crying in my bedroom, and no, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I didn't know what I wanted to do. My first <laughs> love was football. It's Texas, right? Um, but I didn't realize until actually I was being recruited by Baylor that I was good at baseball. Uh, I didn't know that. That's just what you did in between football seasons. And so we got there, Mike Huggins and I, former teammate, he was a big high school football player. 
we talked about our freshman year. He was redshirting. I think I was hitting about 200 at the time. And they said, we said, hey, after our sophomore year, if we suck again, we're going to go play football because we feel like they could use our help. Now that's since changed, but um, <laughs> we, we, it was, and it still has in, I still got a year of eligibility left to play football, so I can still come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelly, well, they just Randall won. have me. If Coach Randall have me, I'll come do it. I think you would inspire them, but they now have won the <laughs> Big Twelve title in the Sugar Bowl. So, so things have <laughs> things have changed a little bit. Well, I always loved. Uh, I got to see you when you came through, and you, that one game I'll never forget. You put two home runs on the Rangers, nine nothing. I think that was game one of the. Uh, of the ALDS back in the day, and um, and I think I, I was there and probably interviewed you after that game. But uh, you had a you had a great run. Is it weird, by the way? To uh, can you get used to? I, I was looking something up on you, and it and it said uh, Kelly Shopik spent however long with the uh, Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. That... Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I'm holding out. I'm holding out. I still have some some stuff that has the old logo on it. And I guess if I ever get in any financial trouble, I'll, I'll need to sell it to <laughs> be able to feed the girls. Yeah. Well, that was, that was one of the, that was a great year you had with the, uh, the, the team formerly known as the Indians with, yeah. uh, hitting 21 home runs, you had a ton of RBIs that year. And, uh, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a great year and, and, uh, you had just tremendous career. Well, Kelly, this is, uh, this is fun. And, uh, I reserve the right to reach out to you now that I've tracked you down every now and then. And uh, it'll be fun to see all you guys. I'm sure now with Mitch back in charge, y'all will have any even more reason to get down there, although you're a coach, so you'll have a harder yep. time than others. Well, uh, I know yeah. I always want to play in the alumni game, but it happens there right at the beginning of our season. Um, but, I, but I'm always wanting to be involved. I mean, yeah. again, people built what I got to do at Baylor. I didn't do that. People before me did that. How can I help the kids of this generation be better and give back to them and be a part of the program somehow in some way? Not just the program, but the tight-knit community that Baylor is. I mean, we are one of the smallest schools. We do get the most pride out of when our sports teams do well. And to be quite honest with you, I thought it was quite remarkable. My daughter graduated a couple weeks back, and 97% of the people in her school already had jobs lined up. I love that about Baylor. I love how personal it is. And so me having an opportunity to know the head coach um, personally uh, just fills me with pride and just wants me to – wants me – I want to have the opportunity to do more. Well, it, it, uh, I think you're just being very humble and not you're, – you're, you're not showing up at the alumni game because you would hit too many home runs and make everybody <laughs> look bad. So, okay, that's the way I'm going to – I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly, good to visit with you and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, we appreciate it. You bet. There he goes. Kelly Shopping, one of the all-time Baylor greats. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today 
I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Big 12 is targeting Brent Yorkman to be the next commissioner of the Big 12. Currently, the CEO of Jay-Z's Rock Nation. The Houston Texans were formally named as defendants in Monday's ongoing civil litigation involving former quarterback Deshaun Watson. Jalen Brunson will likely lead the Dallas Mavericks and sign a $100 million four-year deal with the New York Knicks. Los Angeles Angels interim manager Phil Nevin will suspend 10 games and Mariners outfielder Jess Winokur received a seven-game suspension from Major League Baseball for their roles in the bench-clearing brawl during Sunday's game. Nevin and Winokur were two of 12 players or coaches suspended between the teams. Rangers beat the Royals 10-4. Rangers are 16-0 when they get 11-plus hits this season. Rangers and Royals again tonight. 7-10 first pitch, and you're going to that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Aaron Sexton, and this is the best of the Matt Mosley Show. Matt was able to speak with ESPN college basketball analyst Fran Fraschilla a few weeks ago about his appearance in Adam Sandler's new movie, Bounce, and also about the Baylor men's basketball program. Here is that conversation. Our very own Matt Mosley talking with ESPN college basketball analyst Fran Fraschilla on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Fran Fraschilla. Fran, you're the one guy. Uh, we we normally, we don't open the show with a guest, but when it's Fran Fraschilla, we just change all the rules. We throw out any sort of concepts or format, and we say we got to get him on. And, Fran, I'm seeing some pictures of you um, yeah. at, at a movie premiere. One of them, you appear to be standing next to Adam Sandler. Now, have you well, he, been? He's he's standing next to me. <laughs> That's right. That's right. First of all, I love this. Um, <clears throat> now, the movie is called Hustle, and yes. you are you are in the film. Now, it looks like this premiere. This was like a sneak. You had to almost be in the movie to get invited to this thing. The Fox Westwood Village. I love the look of this theater. Uh, behind you yeah yeah yeah, this is really really cool stuff now what was the uh uh, tell me because you've had to probably keep some of this under wraps how long ago how long ago did you film this 
Well, I'm going to give you a little secret here, Mose. About three years ago, a little over, I was doing a game in Waco, and I got a phone call from Dan Patrick, the not not the lieutenant governor of Texas, but the, <laughs> the, the Dan Patrick, okay, VSPN uh, and NBC Sports fame. And he said, I've got a friend, Adam Sandor. I go, yeah, yeah, I know Adam. Uh, well, he's doing a movie about an inter- a kid that he discovers as an NBA scout from somewhere. He, they weren't sure where yet, but they wanted to use my international basketball expertise to throw some ideas at him. And I did and uh, talked to Adam's people, and then they forgot about me. And I saw that we were filming the movie of uh, different parts of the world, Mallorca, Philadelphia, uh, places like that. And so I would often tell my wife over the last couple of years what they forgot about me. Well, last August, they called <laughs> and said, are you, are you ready for your, for your part? And we filmed it in Philly. It is a great basketball movie. People are going to love it. Uh, as much as I love Hoosiers and Blue Chips, this is the most realistic basketball movie that I've ever seen. Um, a lot of famous people in it, cameos throughout, including myself, although I'm not famous compared to Kenny Smith or Queen Latifah, but um, had a lot of fun, got invited to the premiere in L.A. We're here now, hanging out in Marina Del Rey, and uh, I think people, it's going to come out on Netflix on the 8th, Mo's, and um, all I'll just say is people are going to love this movie. If you love Adam Sandler, you will love this movie. Okay, and, and when you say the 8th, are we talking about just in a few days? Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. wow. Yeah, all right. A week from last night. Yeah, you know, now, to, to your Central Texas listeners, when we combine basketball, Adam Sandler, and Fran Freshella, you really have a, you know, that's a triple header right there. That's the, that's hitting for the, that's almost hitting for the cycle. I'm really surprised Scott didn't find a way to crash the premiere over there, you know, and maybe. Well, I'll tell you, there are some people uh, now he, now Adam plays a Philadelphia 76 or scout. So it's kind of Northeast coast oriented, but, uh, mm-hmm. There are a lot of cameos from a lot of famous basketball people, and I am surprised coming off a national championship a year ago that there is no Scott Drew sighting in this movie, but there is a Jay Wright sighting. There is a uh, Brad Stevens sighting, among others. There are literally at least 50 well-known basketball people that people will know when they watch the movie, at least. Now, now, were you playing – an actual broadcaster from ESPN, so this was not a real stretch for you, or did you have to? Were you like what? What kind of uh, broadcaster were you, or, or were you kind well, of basically got to be yourself? I got to be myself, and uh, I got to play Fran Frischella, a draft expert. Um, you know, so in fact, they had a script for me uh, when I when I did my uh, my my deal back in September and uh, one of Adam's friends, a guy he grew up with, who's a big basketball guy said, no script for Fran, let him just wing it. And uh, they let me wing it. And it turned out great. Uh, I was pleased. I uh, expecting some calls from uh, Hollywood agents. And uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure that this is necessarily a one and done here, you know, most cause uh, my 60 seconds, I thought, I thought was stellar. And, uh, but it was fun. Well, I have to tell you, it was not only fun, but Adam Sandler is every bit as nice a man as you would think he is. And uh, people that I got to work with, uh, you know, when we were in Philly in September 
were fabulous. And I think people are going to love the movie. I mean that. If you're if you're a basketball fan, you're going to go crazy over the movie because there's so many you know so many things that I think hit home. Um, the storyline is great. Um, you know, the, the lot of recognizable figures. And so really, uh, you know, it's fun. It's fun to be a part you, of it. You've probably known scouts like what Adam Sandler was playing, maybe lifers that, that most of us yeah. don't know. And you know, these kind these kinds of people, um, yeah. it, does he, does Sandler, and I don't know how much you got to be around him, but even from what yeah. you've heard, he seems to love basketball. He still loves yeah. playing. He's in his fifties now, still loves getting out there and he'll show up to play pickup ball unbeknownst yeah. to people sometimes. What, what, what do you think his, uh, basketball knowledge level is? And I, because I do think he probably has a high passion level for the game. He's, you know what? Uh, let me just tell you, um, Bobo Marjanovic was in this theater last night. He's in the movie. Um, Bogey Bogdanovich from the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, LeBron was in the theater. Uh, you know, uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez, who plays just an amazing role as the, uh, you know, the star of the movie with Adam, as, as you'll find out when you watch it. Uh, Adam is really closely connected uh, to the basketball world. Uh, a lot of NBA friends. Um, you know, he, he is a junkie like I am. We have a, we have that in common, among other things. So, no, he's just a you know he's the kind of guy you would expect to show up at a park and uh, if he was filming a movie in Waco and there was some park where it was a, there was a three on three game going on, he'd be there. And that's. You know, you love guys who have the same passion for basketball that that I enjoy, and uh, and again, he couldn't have been nicer. Was nice. Was great. To, great to us last night. Was great when we filmed it. And uh, uh, it, it's uh, like I said, I if can't, you can't. You you'll be excited when you see it because it's it's going to be, I think, a really well received uh, piece of film. And uh, yeah, everybody involved with it were, was just sensational. Queen Latifah. I mean, come on, Kenny Smith. Um, you know, Tobias Harris, uh, Big Bobby, you know, it, it goes on, the list goes on and on, all the NBA you, people that uh, people are going to recognize in the movie. You don't want to get sit behind Bobby, uh, the great Boban, who's been in a lot of commercials. You do yeah. not want to sit behind him in the theater. And, and Fran, I mean, I, you know, uh, I know, you know, I don't think I'm breaking news to say to, you know, uh, that you're not the tallest man in America, but I, you, it, it has to be funny to be, you've been a coach all these years and you have all these towering people around you and, uh, it, but, but LeBron's in there. What a, what a deal that had to be. Now, let me ask you this. Can, where did the, where did they end up, uh, deciding the player would be from? That uh, that is kind of the the crux of this Mallorca, thing. Mallorca, Spain. Okay. Mallorca, Spain, at a street ball tournament, playing in work boots, and and uh, and this this disgraced NBA scout trying to work his way back to the league. You know, had been fired uh, by the Sixers, and he he discovers this kid in Mallorca, Spain, at a street ball tournament, and. Uh, you know, I don't want to give too much away because you're going to you're going to see it next week. But uh, the the plot and uh, you know it's a feel good movie. I, I'll say that. There's, there's some great acting in there, some comedy, obviously, but it's a feel good movie. And um, you know, so and it's very realistic. I I have by the way, I I I coached Bobby when he was 19 
at the Euro camp in in uh, Treviso, Italy, right outside of Venice. So I got a chance to see some of my international uh, buddies, if you will, young guys that are playing in the league now. I mentioned Bogdanovich from the Hawks. And uh, these are kids I've been around since uh, they were, you know, teenagers. So it was kind of uh, – and I got to play myself. You know, for 12 years, Mose, I was the ESPN draft "Quote unquote expert." I don't know about that, but um, and I, but I do think I did it at a high level. And then we made some changes, and Woj brought in some people. And um, but it's nice to know that people like Adam Sandler or his people, Dan Patrick, haven't forgotten me, and I get to, I get to play a draft expert again. So it's kind of cool. <clears throat> yeah, that that was uh, you know we can discuss that another time, but <clears throat> I think that was crazy. But you, what you bring. In your knowledge of the international, uh, and, and by the way, that the podcast that you do, where you all—I yeah. mean, it's 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 that's a really fun thing. And I remember, I even think you had Jeremy Sohan, Baylor's own Jeremy yeah. Sohan. We'll see where yeah. Kendall Brown and Jeremy Sohan go in this draft. I have to ask you though, real quick, any of these guys like um, like Matthew Meyer. We all thought yeah. he was headed toward the NBA. Scott kind of had to, you know, you have only so many scholarships and everything. Right. What did you right. think about where um, Matthew ended up making his choice? Texas Tech was in the mix. UNC. Yeah. We all thought it was maybe going to be UNC. He ends up at Illinois. Now, you've you've been a huge fan of his uh, for, for several years before anybody really, you know, and, and I'm just curious what you think about that fit with Illinois, and, and do you think it was a good a good decision by Matthew? I, you know, I do. I do. I think that Matthew, you know, listen, he is always going to be part of the team that won a national title at Baylor. He had some amazing moments. Uh, they're transitioning to a younger team. They're going to be really talented next year. I believe the Bears will be, you know, certainly a top-ten team again. Uh, I hear now uh, this is, you know, we used to say we used to like whisper about teams that were cheating, but I, I hear that the NIL deal at Illinois is off the charts. So good for him. It's legal now. You know, we used to call it cheating. Now it's legal. Um, but I, that's one thing. And I don't know this for a fact, but the NIL deal I heard was a, a head turner and he's playing for a good coach friend of mine, Brad Underwood, you know, he's going to put push him and coach him hard and, Matthew's got definitely NBA talent. I think he's got a, we've always felt he had to polish up his game uh, at times. Um, sometimes would keep both teams in the game. You know what I mean? But um, his legacy at Baylor, I think is set um, as a guy that put his heart and soul into the program. And with this COVID rule, getting the extra year, I think it's great for him and, and uh, he'll probably make a little bit of money and, Probably, I think, still end up in the NBA mode someday. So, uh, you know, good yeah. for him. And can't wait to see him somewhere down the road here, either at Illinois or, you know, in his next stop, and hopefully in the NBA. I'm glad he didn't go to Texas Tech. Um, I, you know, I, that would have been tough to see him twice yeah. a year, the incredible relationship he had with Baylor. And he said part of it was part of his decision-making was respect for the for Scott Drew in the program. I think the uh, yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. When I put that out there, the Tech fans jumped all over that for very yeah. obvious reasons because well, they're buddies, and you know they're not great when people decide to leave them. Uh, yeah. Kevin McCuller, uh Jr., decided to go to Kansas. Well, I mean, 
this is the world we live in now. But that's a to me that's a tough thing when when a guy that's become beloved with a certain college team and Mark Adams obviously done a great job at Tech goes yeah. to a conference foe. That's a I mean I get that everybody's moving and we got to live with this, but that's a different animal right there. Well, you know what? Dodger fans hate it when a guy gets traded to or signs with the Giants. Uh, Cowboy fans hate it when some free agent signs with the Eagles. It's just the way the world we live in right now. So there's nothing like I'm not going to be the old man on the lawn screaming at people. You know what I mean? Get off my lawn. I'm I'm probably in the throw you know the backside of a fun broadcasting career. And uh, times have changed. It's never going to go back and be the same again. Um, you know, it's not like, hey, when Nebraska doesn't play Oklahoma in football on a regular basis, which started happening, what, 15 years ago, we knew the world was changing for good. So I'm not going to complain about it. Um, in some cases, I like that the kids stay in the league because I know them. would have been fun if Matthew did go to Texas Tech. Uh, I certainly, we saw what happened when Beard went home to Austin last year, and that was electric, or I should say love it. Um, so whatever happens, happens, you know, these kids have a right to make these decisions and, um, some, some of it really kind of rubs me the wrong way, but for the most part, I'm kind of looking at it as uh, Hey, that's the world we live in right now. Okay. And, and which transfer to pick, by the way, Flagler staying great, great yeah. deal for Baylor. And, and the last guy I wanted to ask you is Jalen Bridges, man. I think I even remarked to you at the big 12 championships, West Virginia yeah. had some incredible athletes. For whatever reason, they just didn't put yeah. it together. I know there were injuries and all of that. Is Jalen Bridges, we can't just, I mean, obviously Meyer's Meyer, okay? Yeah. But he, yeah. I guess he can do some similar things. Do you think there's a chance that we could see a, 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 a kind of a, a an improved Jalen Bridges. Like, what are, what is your vision for him now that he's in a yeah. Baylor uniform? Well, honestly, I thought he had a disappointing sophomore year. I thought he was really on a, a terrific trajectory as a freshman. Uh, you know, I think he redshirted. In fact, this should be year four for him as a junior. Um, and I just, for whatever reason, he did not have a good sophomore year. I didn't think he played hard all the time. Um, and who knows what the factors were, uh, but he's definitely talented. He seems like a good kid. Um, and, uh, he's going to a place where, you know, they will definitely coach him the right way. He's talented. He should fit into the mix. Um, he gives them a scoring small ball, four man, sometimes three man bears are going to be loaded in the backcourt, you know, more guards than Buckingham palace next year. Uh, so that should be a different and fun type of team. And I think he gives them a, a talented young guy who, if he, if he works hard and puts the time in and listens to the coaching staff, he should have a, you know, I'm thinking like a 12, 13 points a game, maybe six rebounds kind of season and potentially shoot 40% from three. Cause he's got a good shooting stroke. All right. And give me your prediction for the uh, NBA finals that are, that are about to get going here. Who do you, uh, who do you like? I, I, I just, I, you know, who knows because there's some, both of these teams have been built the right way through the draft, a lot of good young players, but you know, I just think that golden state, which doesn't ever no longer, I mean, golden state has the at least two, probably three hall of famers. And I think those guys are still got a lot of basketball left in them. I they've got the experience um, and yet they have some young guys too. I, I think the warriors win it in six, you know, uh, that would be my guess. Um, 
glad for both teams. It's going to be a historic uh, finals and um, expect to see great basketball. And I think this could be the finals that uh, Steph Curry, you know, if he wins it, gets the MVP, I think we could say uh, arguably that he puts himself in the discussion as one of the top 10 NBA players of all time, which is a heady, heady company. I don't say that lightly, uh, but, you know, a bunch of championships, regular season MVPs, and then maybe a, a, a finals MVP would certainly put him in that conversation. All right. Well, this is uh, we're talking to Fran Fraschilla. He will be in the upcoming movie Hustle uh, with Adam Sandler. And uh, Fran, was it similar to the makeup you put on before a game or for a movie? Did you get a little bit more of a makeup? And did you get did you have like a whole team working on you? I mean, you're still a young looking guy, so I'm not suggesting yeah. you need a lot of help. But uh, oh. did you did, did you have some extra? Uh, makeup artist involved. I did. I did. I got. I had my own trailer. Believe it or not, I had a trailer <laughs> with my name on it. Now they spelled my name wrong. I didn't want to say anything, but they spelled my name wrong. But I did have a trip. By the way, I got such a good. I didn't know I was going to get a haircut. I got such a good haircut. I took a picture of it. Every time I go into Supercuts now, I show the girl the picture and said, "Can you duplicate this for uh, you know eighteen ninety five? And they they usually do a good job. So. Uh, the short hair that you saw that felt I lost 15 pounds, uh, not because of the movie, but just thought it was, you know, good for my image. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I got, I got the, I got a haircut out of it. I got a, I got some, uh, some hustle swag, a nice ball cap. And I actually got paid too, most, but, uh, Oh, by the way, wow. Royalties. There is a Disney plus movie coming out in two weeks called rise about Giannis and his family. And I make a cameo in that. So it's a big month for the uh, acting career of one Fran Fraschella. Man, I, you know, it's so. F- I'm glad you said that because I, I promise you my thought was when I saw that picture of you in front of the theater, I'm like, man, he looks thin. And uh, so that's yeah. great. Good for you. That, that's, uh, well, that's, that is really a nice look. That you- Last spring, <laughs> Wing Cuisine and, and salad and, uh, you know, stayed away from Campisi's. And uh, Tupanamba and uh, Snuffers. That did the trick. Yeah, yeah. Those Everything you just said is impossible for me. But uh, I know. Take, take, your, um, take your wife over to either the Sky Bar at uh, yeah. Hotel uh, Mondrian. That's, a great, that's where Jerry always takes us on the uh, Cowboys media parties. Or that, okay. that, that Nobu out in Malibu, oh, yeah. Malibu offers the most gorgeous view. Um, I, I, you know... For you, you could be fine. I can only go in there and just get an appetizer or something. But oh my goodness, Fran! The 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 if you can get there as kind of the sun's going down, I would say that's oh. about the best view you can have uh, in Malibu, right there at Nobu. If if you like I would some think uh, sushi, cheesecake factory. But I was thinking cheesecake factory, but you know, or you know, In and Out Burger. But I gotta be careful on the diet. But uh, you know, no, yeah. I, I'll, I will. We'll figure something out tonight. And uh, we'll be back in uh, in uh, Colorado. You know, I can't even say Dallas anymore. We're up at Colorado Springs now. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll have a good time in L.A. tonight, and we'll revel in the uh, upcoming movie Hustle. So, all right, make sure you check it out next week. We'll do it. Congratulations, and we'll all of Central Texas will be lined up for that one. So, (laughs) we'll make sure you get plenty of royalties and all that kind of thing. Thank you, Fran. Really appreciate it. Y'all have a great time out there. Glad glad you could fit me in. I hope I didn't upset the protocol being on early. 
<laughs> That's right. Yeah. No. Bye. There he goes. Fran Frischilla.